You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. When you consider 1 Corinthians 15 and 58, Paul, the author of 1 Corinthians, address the beloved brethren in the verse. A beloved person is a person that, number one, is loved greatly by others. Number two, it is a person that also expresses great love to others. You can't truly be beloved unless you give love as well as receive love. You can't truly be the beloved unless you give love and receive love. You have to be affectionate toward people and you have to receive affection. You have to be committed to doing what's best for a person as well as allowing someone to do what is best for you. Are you the beloved? When you are a beloved brother or sister, it says about you that not only do you possess love, but you have received Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. You acknowledge that Jesus is your master. Acknowledge that you would still be wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in sin unless the Lord had redeemed you. It took him to bring you out of your mess. Woo, I said it took him to bring you out of your mess. And even in the present when you get entangled in a yoke of bondage, it still takes God to bring you out of your mess. Am I just talking about myself? It is a powerful thing to be able to love a person the way you should, and receive love from a person the way you should. But it is even more powerful to 
have the love of God in you that also empowers you to love folk that are not always lovable. But that same love also allows you to love when you don't feel like loving. (laughs) Or to receive love when you have not been used to trusting that someone truly loves you. Yeah, it's hard for some folks to receive love because they have been disappointed so many times that, that they have a problem in identifying genuine a true love. Someone tries to show them genuine affection, but they reject it because of past hurt. But when a person is loving you with the love of God, as a Christian, you should be able to identify if the love is bona fide or not. You should be able to receive that type love as well as distribute it. Am I still right? And again, it's a powerful thing to be able to love. But it, but it's something about this flesh. Something about this thing that is against the spirit. The thing that opposes the will of God that we have to deal with every day. Yeah. There is always a wrestle between the flesh and the spirit to the point to where when you should love a certain way, you, you, you don't. Even when you know better, you still Resist what you should do. Well, maybe I'm not talking to you, but uh, but I'm so I'm talking to your neighbor. Neighbor, you listen, because some folks may not receive this. Paul said that there is a war between the flesh and the spirit. The spirit is about love. The flesh is about hate. The the spirit is about being affectionate no matter what's taking place. The flesh is about being hateful no matter what's taking place. A war between the flesh and the spirit. They are contrary to one another. And, and, And Paul went on to say that because of this, when we yield to the flesh... We don't do what we need to do. And and when it comes to love, when you're normally warm, 
are caring with your love, when you get in the flesh, your love becomes cold. I said your love becomes cold. What do you mean, Pastor? My love is cold or has become cold. It, it says that you who were bubbly, happy, and affectionate, you have now become, number one, unfriendly. Starting to hate on folks that God told you to love. Unfriendly. You were hugging her last week, but so y'all had a little, little words. So now you ain't hugging. Now I know you hugged her last week. Because you were excited about the message, but you had trouble, so now the hugs have, have stopped. Couldn't stop y'all from talking two weeks ago, but, 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 but now you're in the same room, but you're, you're not talking to each other. You were late for an appointment because y'all were talking so much. But now you can't even talk to each other. Your love done gone cold. You're unfriendly. But when your love is cold, it also says about you that you're uncaring. You're so mad to where you, you don't even care about someone that you should care about. That's your sister. That's your brother. That's your spouse. You should care about that person. She did me wrong. So? Your love shouldn't be a switch. That at any time you can cut it on or off. You should care even though the person did you wrong. Why? Because you have God in you. And if God is truly in you, you can rise above what your flesh does not want you to rise above. You can be the bigger person even though the person did you wrong. Woo, look at somebody and tell them sometimes you just got to be the bigger person. And, and, and tell that same person, and if you have the Holy Spirit, the greater one on the inside of you, you shouldn't have any problem with that. You shouldn't have any problem with being the bigger person.
person if God truly dwells on the inside of you. And yeah, I heard your testimony, you say sanctified, and you do have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So you should have no problem with loving somebody that did you wrong. After all, you have also done folk wrong. Woo, give me a victory turn. I said, you have also done folk wrong. It, it, isn't it amazing how we do folk wrong and want, and want them to forgive us? But we turn a cold shoulder when they start talking about forgiveness. I ain't ready to forgive you, but you just ask so-and-so to forgive you last week. Pleaded with him to forgive you, but now you turn the cold shoulder. Uncaring. And, and then finally, when, when your love is cold, you're unresponsive. Like some of us right now, I'm, I'm trying to really break this thing down to get to you. But some of us like, say what you want, I ain't forgiving her. Say what you want, I'm still mad at what she did. Be mad, be angry, but, but don't let it continue because the Bible says be angry, sin. Now, do not allow the sun to go down on your on your wrath. Go ahead and be mad, but don't stay mad. Yeah, get your little mad minute out the way, but don't don't stay there. Oh, everybody have a mad minute where you just got to be mad at something or somebody for a minute, but 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 it's wrong, child of God, when you want to stay mad. It's been ten years. You should you should unbe unresponsive God sends your ring telling you to love somebody that did you wrong but you unresponsive you ain't gonna heed what God specifically told you to do why cause your love done gone cold I know that with God talking to me but I still ain't ready God talking right now. I said he talking right now. Because you're going to have trouble with folk. Yeah. I don't care how saved you are. I don't care how nice you are, cute, whatever. You are going to have trouble with folk. I just didn't think I would have trouble with folks in, in the church house. You have folk with trouble in your own house. The one you vowed to be with, you have trouble with that person. The 
that child you labored to give birth to for hours. You have trouble with that person and you were on the table for nine hours. Giving birth to that child, but, but you still have trouble out of that child. And I just didn't, but it don't matter if you didn't expect it, 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 it's happening. But don't allow your love to grow cold. Don't allow yourself to get to the point to where you're not loving the way God has ordained for you to love folk. You got to get bigger than you are. You got to get more mature when it comes to loving folk. You got to learn how to love folk that stab you in the back. You got to learn how to love folk that talk about you behind your back, even though they just smile in your face. And it's a process. But you got to do it. You got to do it. All them folks done turned their back on Jesus, but Jesus still going on with the cross. I'm still going to die for them. They talked about me. And even the ones I done trained all these years, they turned their back on me, but I'm still going to this cross. I'm still going to die for them. Why, Jesus? Because I love them. Lord, I, I know they've been talking about me, but I'm still going to love them because you told me to love them. You said folk would know your disciples because of one thing, love for one another. Mad at them, but I'm still going to show a love. Mad at him. Told him to do one thing. He did something else. But I'm still going to show him love. And some of y'all quiet because you're listening. Some, some of you quiet because you got a problem with messages like this. Because it is 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 difficult, even though you are a child of God, to love folk that have did you wrong, and you're not the first to have that problem. You you have some folks that that are even to the point to where not only do they have a problem loving people, but but they have a problem loving the law. can be a child of God but still have a problem loving God because they feel as if God has wronged them in some way or another. God, you said ask and it shall be given. It's done been 10 days and ain't nothing happened. So now all of a sudden you stop praying. Why? You mad because God didn't answer your prayer. You mad because God ain't turned around what you asked him to turn around. 
And like it or not, when you start being uncaring, unresponsive, and such to God, it says that your love even toward him has went cold. That's what the psalmist was dealing with in Psalm 31 and 23. And it's obvious when you consider the first words of the verse. When he cries out, oh, love the Lord. Who? Oh, you saints. The psalmist had to tell saints to love God. You know if he had to tell saints to love God that, that no doubt saints were loving each other. If you have to tell somebody to love God, you know it's going to be hard for them to love somebody else. Especially a child of God. Then turn the switch off on God. So mad you're robbing him. Talking about it. He's no longer the first that you go to. Why? Your love I went cold on him. Y'all are like I'm not Bible. Let me read this verse again. You better look at it. Look what he tells the saints. You read it? Oh, love the Lord. All you hills. Saints. Child of God, he allowing you to go through the trouble. But you should still love him. Child of God, he is allowing you to experience stuff in your body that you don't want to experience. But you should still love him. Yeah, he allowed, he, he allowed that to happen with your job. But he didn't allow it to happen for you just, just to turn a cold shoal and stop loving him. Yeah, he allowing all that trouble to take place. But it's not because he does not love you. He let Job go through all that he went through. But it wasn't because he didn't love it. When you read Job 1 and 2, he, he, he actually allowed Job to go through a whole lot of trouble because he loved him. Yeah, it don't seem like to me that was no love. See, see, you don't understand what Isaiah said in Isaiah 55 when it comes to God. His ways are not as the ways of man. His thoughts are not as the thoughts of man. God will show you love in a, in a way that you may not perceive it as love. 
But if God allows you to go through trials and tribulation, it is a form of his love. And you have to trust him because if he allows you to go through something, that means he's also going to make sure you come out of it. That's the reason he had Paul pen scriptures like Romans 8 and 28. Oh! Things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. Say to your neighbor, don't stop loving God just because of what you're going through. When the last time you prayed, I ain't prayed in day. Why you don't pray no more? Seem like my prayer ain't doing no good. Seem like what I'm asking God, he do the opposite. You don't understand the love of God. The Lord will allow you to go through a season of grief, a season of turmoil in order to show you the true meaning of love. He will allow you to go through, but not one time. Will he turn his back on you? Not one time will he allow to be put upon you more than you can handle. Paul understood it. That's the reason he penned that temptation is common unto man. It's common. Everybody goes through trouble. Everybody goes through trials. Everybody goes through a period of testing. But no matter what you go through, it does not say that God does not love you. And sadly, you have some folk that the minute they feel like somebody does not love them, even though it's not true, they start (laughs) treating the person unfriendly. God ain't doing for me, I ain't going to do for him. And so after the psalmist had, had told the saints to love the Lord, he wanted them to understand why or what they needed to be. He wanted them to be faithful. Love the Lord. Be faithful. Just because you're going through something, don't let your love go crow, grow cold toward God. Keep giving even though you're going through it in your mind. Keep giving even though you're going through it on the job. Keep giving even though you're going through it financially. Keep giving even though you're going through this, that, and the other. Don't ever stop doing the will of God. Remain faithful. Giving yourself to his will. Keep giving yourself to thinking, talking, and doing according to what is written and revealed. Remain faithful. Woo! (laughs) Remain faithful. Because when you stop being faithful to God, it says your, your love has grown. Cool. When you're faithful to God, it says about you that you're, you're just 
Romans 1 and 17 says the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. A just person shows God love by hearing what he has to say through a sent preacher and then putting it into action. For how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he preach unless he has been sent? Is what Paul said in Romans 10, 14 and following. I got to keep hearing God's word and putting it into action. Even though I'm going through trouble. Even though it's as if God has turned a deaf ear to me. Because nothing is happening. Based upon what I've asked him. I still got to let him know I love him. Still got to let him know I'm a just person. I'm still living by faith. Even though bad is happening, I still have to let him know. I heard you when you said belly is here and belly is coming. And I still believe you even though I'm in all kind of trouble. And when God sees that, he knows that you love him and he in turn looks at you in the midst of your trials as the apple of his eye. When you are faithful. You don't walk by sight. You appreciate what you can see. But your life is not based upon the temporary. For the things you see according to 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 are temporary. Your life is not based upon that. Your life is based upon what's eternal or what God has told you. Don't live just, just, just because of, of what has been put in your hand. Live based upon what God done promised you. Live based upon what God has said. Why preacher? Because According to Matthew 24 and 35, heaven and earth shall pass, but not God's word. This right here will last. This right here will endure the test of time. Some of us who have been saved five years or more, that should be part of your testimony. You know that, that you have been through stuff that seemed like it was going to hang around a long time, but that stuff is overset and done because God's word showed you that it was on the temporary and he had something much better for you. That's the reason you can't cry too long over somebody that did you wrong because God has somebody better. He has something better. Good God, that deserves a high five, high five somebody and tell them God got something better for them. 
Woo! That's the reason you can't walk or live by what you see, by what you feel. You have to stand on what God said because if God said it, He'll do it. He'll bring it to pass. Woo! You better tell somebody for me, can't nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. You ain't happy yet. Tell one more person. Can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. God will do you right in trials and tribulations. He'll let the enemy attack you, but he'll tell the enemy at the same time, but you better not do this right here. You better not go that far. You better not do this, that, and the other. Can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like Jesus. can't walk by sight. Sight done messed me up before. I said sight done messed me up before. Have you ever been messed up by sight? Sight will mess you up. Oh, look like summer here. Oh, yeah, that, that's a store. Let, yeah, we're going to be able to get some gas because we need some. That goes a store right there. And you're happy, smile, and then you get that unclosed down. Say to your neighbor, you can't always go by what you see. But you can always go by God's word. You can always depend on what is written. You can always depend on thus says the word of God. That's the reason Jesus said in Matthew 4 and 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You got to live by the word. You can't pick and choose what you want to live by. You got to live by the word. Well, if I don't never go through no trouble, I can live by it. Look, child of God, you got to live by it when you go through trouble. Even if you're, even if you're knee deep in trouble, you got to live by the word. Even if you're neck deep in trouble, you got to live by the word. Even if your eyes up under, you still got to live by the word. Why? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That proceeds from the mouth of God. That's the reason Job in his trial said, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. God, you're going to have a faithful person even though I'm going through all this killing. Even though I'm going through trouble I've never been through before, I'm still going to quote your word. I'm still going to send up Judah. I'm still going to turn in victory. I'm still going to leap for joy because I know what I'm going through right now is just temporary. I know what I'm going through right now is going to change. Am I talking about you? Oh, I find three more folk and tell them what I'm going through is just temporary. That's the reason I'm gonna shout in my trial. That's the reason I'm gonna leap in my trial. That's the reason I'm gonna turn in victory in my trial. That's the reason I'm gonna run on anyhow. That's the reason I'm gonna give God the glory, the honor, and the praise in the morning, in the evening, at night. That's the reason I'm gonna give Him the praise when all is well. But I'm also gonna shout hallelujah when everything that can go wrong is taking place. He wanted them to remain 
Faithful ought to be faithful. Love the Lord, saints. Be faithful. Lord, they done turned me down. But it's still going to work out. Because I know what you said. Lord, the elders prayed. But the situation, just looking on it, done got worse. But I'm still going to trust you. Because you said the prayer of faith will save the sick. And that you would raise the sick up. See, once we pray, then God just step in and start doing the work. Once you stand on what he promised you, then he just steps in and starts doing what needs to be done. I got a quick question. Who going to stop God? Who going to stop God from blessing you? Who going to stop God from rewarding you? And you're faithful. Who going to stop God from opening up the windows of heaven, pouring you out of breath and you ain't even got room enough to receive? Who going to stop God from giving you the good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over? Who going to stop God from rewarding you, child of God? I'm getting happy. Tell your neighbor, there's one thing I know about God. He rewards faith. He rewards what pleases him. That's the reason Hebrews 11 and 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a Rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Mr. Walker, we, we're not going to be able to help you today. That's all right. I'm faithful. God got something better. Mr. Walker, we're going to have to let you go. We, we, we don't need but 10, ten folks. So, so you 11. So we, we got to let you go. That's okay. God got something better. Why? I'm faithful. Well, Mr. Walker, we, get, we ain't got no medicine to gonna cure what you got. That's okay. God got medicine for me. He got something better. Why? I am faithful. Nothing can stop you, child of God, from being blessed when you are faithful. It's the reason you can't let your love go cold. Stay faithful in my clothes. For the psalmist said, the Lord, look at Psalms 31 and 23. The Lord preserves who? The faithful. What does it mean that he's going to preserve you? Number one, he's going to keep you from going through anything that he hadn't ordained for you to go through. 
that stuff happening in your body, God knew it was going to happen. Why? He omniscient. Matter of fact, he permitted it. But he is not going to allow you to go through no more than he ordained. Lord, I'm really going through. I know it, Welcome. I'm the one who permitted it. Lord, I'm in need. Walker, I know you're in need of that. Walker, did you forget? I'm omniscient. I know everything. Lord, they just let me go. What I'm gonna, I know they let you go. I permitted them to let you go. Then I tell you the earth is mine and the fullness there. Even the heart of the king is in the palm of my hand. And like the rivers of water, I can turn him any which way I desire. I allow it to happen. But just because I allowed it, don't think it's over for you. Don't you know I'm God and it ain't over until I say it's over. Yeah, I allowed you to get behind in this, that, and the other. But just because I allowed that to happen does not mean that I'm not going to bless you with what you need as well as surplus. You better high five somebody and tell them ain't nobody like our Jesus. Woo! You better tell them ain't nobody like our Jesus. He keeps you. He won't allow you to go through nothing that he had ordained for you to go through. That's the reason when he told Satan in Romans of Job, look, you can do this, that, and that, but you better not do this. And guess who obeyed him? Satan. Satan left there, okay, all right, <laughs> okay, okay. And, and, and when Satan felt like doing something else, he had to come back to God. What does that say about Satan? Satan knows that God is in charge. Child of God, we need to know what Satan knows. You need to know that God is in charge. And that if something is going to happen, it's going to happen when God permits it. And quit shaking as if God is not in control. Quit wiring as if God is not in control. Quit bowing as if God is not in control. He knew that man was going to leave you. And you still crying over what happened three years ago. That's the reason he can't give you the new man he done created for you. Say to your neighbor, you have to allow God to have his way. But in order for him to have his way, you have to acknowledge that he is in. All right, sit down. 
when he keeps you, it also says about him. You listen? That he is true to you. He true to you. The, the, the one thing you ain't, you'll never have to worry about God. Even though you may not fully understand all that he does. He ain't gonna lie to you. God ain't gonna lie to you. See, see, God don't play those little crazy games that, that we play. No. He, he, he don't do that. God gonna be true to you. If God said he was going to bless you, guess what? He's going to bless you. If God said he was going to fix it, he was going to work it out, guess what? He's going to do that. If God said he was going to give you something or somebody better, guess what? Guess what he's going to do? Lord have mercy. I'm going to stop. Good God. Woo! Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.